I'm very honored, Madame Ambassador, to be here in your residence in Warsaw. Thank you for having us. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for coming. And we, when we were scheduling this around two weeks ago, we didn't know the exact date when Poland will be accepted to the visa waiver right. program. But did you know already? Well, I did know, actually, because um, when I was in New York in September with President Duda and President Trump, um, President Trump asked that we get the administrative part of this done by November 11th. We had already done everything that was required by the end of the fiscal year, which was the end of September. So that was all done. It was a matter of the administrative, and he just said, everyone, do double time and get it done by November 11th because we wanted to be able to announce it on Freedom Day. So that was actually your idea. I mean, the American side idea to yes, make well, it in November yes. 11th. Well, it, it was a joint mm -hmm. decision between President Duda and President Trump. So thank you so much for doing that, of course. And you hear that a lot lately, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, I want to point out how this process went quickly. And you explained that this was a lot of grand work. You had yes. to establish work groups. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because that was really like a task force. Well, I have to say, uh, when you use the word quickly, for me, it seemed like <laughs> it was forever, okay? It, was, uh, it took a year, mm -hmm. really from the, almost from the time we started. What I did is I put a task force together in Washington, D.C., of the inner agencies, because there were so many agencies involved. One at the embassy here, and President Duda put a uh, task force together uh, for the Polish government so that we had a working group and we had a plan of action. Now, everything we had to do is mandated, it's a legally mandated by Congress, so there's no guessing. It's just doing each one of those things. And then, of course, the key was getting it under the 3% um, refusal rate. That was the one thing that I, I didn't have control over. However, I did, uh, we did start a campaign and ask Polish companies and American companies in Poland and the Polish public to come in and apply for a visa so we could we could push that rate down they came and we did and that's wonderful and we can celebrate that victory now and of course um people started applying for ESTA mm -hmm. on November 11. Correct. And I know that you were at the airport greeting those first who were able to visit, yes. to go to the United States. Yes, on Lot Airlines Flight 21 to Los Angeles. And I was scanning the, <laughs> the I, I've never done that before. I was on the other side uh, of scanning their boarding passes, but it was exciting. Uh, you know, it's very, very simple to uh, get visa waiver. You just go on the website, and the best thing to do is just go to our embassy. You can click through on the website. Uh, you fill out a simple form. You pay $14, and within 72 hours, you'll get your approval. And there are two sites. Uh, of course, uh, the stay cannot be longer than 90 days. That is correct. And the first thing is, of course, touristic travel. Yes. Uh, by the way, what's your favorite uh, national treasure? in America. Oh, national. No one's ever asked me that question. <laughs> now that is a national treasure. Wow. I I guess it would be the um, United States Congress building in Washington. I mean, it represents the democracy uh, of both um, both houses of, of government. 
So I would have to say that. That's a hard one, though. That's so a good many. answer, very good answer from Madame Ambassador. So uh, we will be able to see that. But there is also like this business aspect because it says uh, travel and business. Yes. But we have to distinguish a business from work. Correct. I'm glad you, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because there is a, mm -hmm. a definite distinction. Look, if you have a job in the United States and go to work every day, you need to get a, a work visa. Mm -hmm. You still have to get that. If you're going there for a conference or something, as long as it's under 90 days, you don't need a visa. But it's important that you don't overstay that 90 days. And also the visa waiver program and the process of uh, admitting Poland to this program made our country safer. And there are many requirements that Poland uh, had to fulfill, but safety was a very safety important one. Safety was the primary yeah. one, mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. All of the things that we had to do were really around security, uh, particularly at the border security, um, airlines, who's flying, when are they flying. Uh, and that only makes both of our countries safer as a result of all the things that had to be done to get into the visa waiver program. So these are all good news. Uh, there is uh, going to be additional troops, American troops in Poland. There are. Uh, this is a big announcement that we witnessed in New York also. Mm -hmm. um, what's next in this uh, relationship between Poland and the United States? And what's going to be on your agenda? Because you said when you came here that this is going to be your priority, visa waiver program. Now it's done. So <laughs> oh, what's I, next on your agenda? No, I, I, no, it doesn't quite work like that, but um, it, it'd be nice if it did. Uh, we still have a lot of uh, work to do with respect to our mutual security. You know, Poland is the eastern flank of NATO. It's uh, now really a leader in NATO in terms of that eastern flank. Uh, we have energy security we've been working on a number of LNG um, to make Poland uh, energy independent. Uh, so there's still all of that to do. Uh, and then, of course, it's uh, promoting business so that both, uh, both ways, exports and imports, either way, uh, that that grows. And uh, I want to ask about your first memory now associated with Poland, because I heard you saying about these memories from when you were a little girl. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about well, that? Well, you know, <laughs> little in life can be strange and interesting. Um, when I was growing up, I grew up in a town called Highland, Indiana, 20 miles south of Chicago. And every day after school, I played in a park where there was a, a statue of General Katushko. Now, it was called Katushko Park, but not really because as children we mispronounced it. So we pronounced it Kaskiesko Park. Now, I know that's not the way to pronounce it now, but as a child, so it'll always be Kaskiesko Park to me. But that really was my first, first introduction, which also I think speaks to the fact that, um, you know, our relationship between Poland and the United States, there's 10 million Poles in the U.S. Our relationship goes far beyond just the usual bilateral relationship. Our history, we go back a long way in history together. And I think that is really reflected in how we feel about Poland and vice versa. We feel a very familial 
connection to Poland. And I remember you saying right after the visa waiver program was announced for Poland that it was never like the United States didn't respect Poland as a partner because there were some voices, and I'm sure you've heard them, that the process took so long because A, B, C, and D. And yeah, you well, underlined ridiculous. that, that no. there was no basis. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with that. Uh, it, actually, the process after 9-1-1, the United States Congress made it more difficult. But it's the same for all countries. So the same procedures for all countries had nothing to do with anything other than having to go through those procedures. And uh, let's go back then. You had these memories, you had, you know, you met some Polish Americans, I'm sure. Oh, and my goodness, I grew up <laughs> with Polish Americans. And then you came to Poland. Yes. And you started meeting real Polish people in real Polish streets. <laughs> so <laughs> how I still this? can't pronounce, though. I, can't, I still can't pronounce the streets. But. How about your Polish? Pardon? Are you starting to learn Polish? Oh, oh, it's a difficult <laughs> language. I'm sorry, I wish I, I, I'm learning to pronounce. That's very good. But uh, then you met Polish people, you started working here. What was your impression of what you saw, what you encountered? Well, you know, when I got here, I don't know, it's, um, I'm not sure I can put it in words, because the minute I drove up to the house, I felt at home. Uh, I, I, I don't know whether it was just the fact that so much of your culture I was familiar with. I mean, my great-grandma, she made parohis. Now, yeah. she made them with cheese and potatoes, and she made them with prunes. But uh, So I, I had a real flavor for uh, Poland, and Polish people are just warm. I mean, they treat Americans so well uh, that it was easy. It, it was so easy to, to, to be here. And then, of course, the work side. I would want to ask you, how is your cooperation with the Polish government? Now we just had the new uh, yes. government sworn in, but uh, how would you describe that cooperation? Well, I would say that it's, it's really outstanding. We could not have accomplished everything that we have in the last year in energy cooperation, uh, independence, in the military, with business, etc., even visa waiver, had it not been a very strong relationship. And I can tell you that President Duda and President Trump have a real affection for each other. So it's, um, it's, it makes it a lot easier. Is there anything that is troubling you in Poland or in the policies that the Polish government make? No, I, I mean, look, we stand for the same values. We hold dear those same, same values and uh, uh, I know there, it's been controversial about uh, freedom of press, but I don't see any problem here with freedom of press. So, uh, but in general, uh, Poland has been remarkable. What you've achieved, what Poland has achieved in 30 years, almost no one else has been able to do. It is thriving. And I think one of the most interesting things for me was to find out that Poland was such a high-tech country. I didn't realize that it was truly the Silicon Valley of the EU. Thank you for saying that. And then I have this other question, like, is there anything that you see, and I mean the elements of government or policies that Polish government makes that you would want to see in America? That there will be something that you would say to President Trump, see, that works in Poland. Well, you know, it's a good question, but the truth is we are so well aligned. Uh, and it all stems from our love of freedom and our love for democracy, that I would say 
we are so well aligned that I can't think of anything offhand. And uh, of course, uh, if you can, I just want to mention this because everything that's going on in America right now, I'm sure it's very close to you and to you are looking at that very closely. Um, there is also, President Trump has hands full of work, mm -hmm. but right now he also has the impeachment yes. proceedings. Mm -hmm. Today, actually, when we record this, the public mm -hmm. hearing started. How do you look at that situation? How is he handling that? Well, I, look, they have attacked this president from the day he got into office. Uh, and I, 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 it, it's disturbing because he has been a transformational president. Um, he has delivered on his promises. He's kept his promises, something that's kind of unusual in politics. Politics is tough. I mean, it's a rough and tumble, tumble uh, um, profession. Uh, I think that the president is holding up, considering the, I mean, the constant attack. Uh, I think he's doing, he's, he's holding up well. What's more, what's most important is that his policies uh, are working and that the United States is growing, so is Poland. Uh, our exports are growing. Our job creation on both, both in Poland and the U.S. are growing. And I think that's what's important to people. Is he delivering on what he promised? Are, is their life better? And I would say, yes, life is better. And of course, you said it's a tough world of politics. We were also in business. And uh, I want to ask if you could say, what's there that is driving you when you deal with people? And some people are difficult. Um, it's not always easy to be a diplomat, but you have to manage <laughs> to do it. What keeps you in line? <laughs> I think if you stay true to your values uh, and true to what you believe in and you respect other people's views, I may not agree with you, but that doesn't mean I have to be nasty or I have to be uh, uh, name-calling. I don't believe in that. I believe that one can be civil and treat someone the way you'd want to be treated. And you can disagree, you can agree to disagree. As long, look, good manners goes a long way. And even with difficult situations, if you remember what my mother always said, no, behave the way that you would want someone to behave toward you. And that may sound trite, it may sound corny, but actually, I absolutely believe that. I think that we all, I, I don't believe in personal attacks. I, I truly believe if you want to make a point, uh, you argue on the merit. There's no need to personally attack. Uh, was there a moment in your career that you remember as a no moment? Someone told you no, but that changed your career or <laughs> that changed you? Oh my goodness. I don't think I could count the number of times someone said no to me or no you can't do that or are you kidding or that's ridiculous or, that's impossible look when i got here with visa waiver they said mm -hmm. oh no no two presidents promised it it just can't get done i mean and i go no and president trump said to me find a way and um so i get it throughout my career um i don't hear a no I let them just go right past me and I stay <laughs> focused on my objective. 
Thank you so much for hosting us, Radio Rampa, here in your residence. We're very honored again, and uh, I wish you all the best. Well, thank you very much, and I hope uh, <laughs> the 10 million Poles in the United States, the 38 million Poles in Poland, for Christmas, they'll be able to, families will be able to get together visa-free, visa and uh, so I wish a, a Merry Christmas to all the Poles in the United States as well as here in Poland. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you very much. We wish you also a very Merry Christmas Thank here you. in Poland. Polish Christmas is yes. uh, oh, spectacular, they're lovely. Right? They're spectacular. <laughs> the markets, the Polish <laughs> Christmas markets, I love them. Thank you very much. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.